0: It is finished. It is finished. Today is the quietest day of the church year. On no other day do we sit together for so long with so little to say, like family members that have gathered around the deathbed of the beloved. And our sorrow tonight is not just for him, but also for us and the broken, bleeding world that we find ourselves in. Who named this Friday good? The Bible contains not one, but four accounts of the death of Jesus. And while there's continuity between each of these accounts, the gospel writers fill in the details different ways. Matthew and Mark's gospel's accounts are almost the same. Their Jesus is a broken man who's injured in every way and needs help carrying his cross, and whose only words from the cross are abandonment at the end. The sacrificial lamb. In Luke's gospel, Jesus has more to say. Luke adds a word of pardon from the cross. Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they're doing. As well as a conversation between him and the two thieves that are on the side of him that the other gospels make no mention of at all. And when Jesus dies, he does not ask where God is gone. Instead, he uses his last few breaths to commend his spirit God. Luke's Jesus is as gentle and forgiving in death as he is in life. But tonight the account that we receive comes from the voice of John. And in John's gospel, Jesus is neither broken nor particularly gentle. He's brave and omniscient and in charge all the way. Jesus is nobody's victim. And in the garden, the soldiers that were there to detain him fall to the ground at his response. And when Pilate tries to coerce him to speak, Jesus responds, you have no power over me, except what is given to you from above. Jesus carries his own cross. There's no mention of mockery, or crying out in agony. And even on the cross, Jesus is in charge. He's arranging his mother's care. He says he's thirsty to fulfill the scriptures. And when he dies, there is no question about where God is. God is on the cross pronouncing, it is finished. It is finished. But what exactly is it? What was finished that day? And what does this violent, gruesome death have to do with us? Many of us hear these words, it is finished, like a conclusion. It is over. And that gets at, but doesn't quite fully convey the sense of this pregnant phrase. It's more like it's accomplished, it's complete, it's perfected, or in the Latin consumatum est, it is consummated. It is finished, is a cry of victory. Christ is victorious. Now, this is not an obvious conclusion to the story that we just heard. The cross of Christ is not self-interpreting. And the writers of the New Testament spent a lot of time and a lot of different metaphors explaining what happened on this Friday that we call good And one of the metaphors that many of us have heard and that we are likely familiar with is that Jesus is our substitute. Jesus died for our sins. Jesus paid a price that we could not pay. And that is true. Tonight, I want to focus on a different metaphor, a different aspect of what was accomplished on the cross, something that includes but is bigger than your sins and my sins, something that is cosmic. And it is this in Jesus' death, he conquered cosmic forces of sin and evil and death that enslave the whole cosmos, forces that you and I are actually very familiar with, forces that make possible a world where children can be shot in school, where earthquakes and war ravage the most vulnerable of our human family, forces that enslave whole groups of people for hundreds of years, forces that bind and oppress and destroy We know about cosmic forces of evil that are bigger and darker than we feel comfortable to name. And this is not only something out there. We brush up against this in our own lives, and families, and sickness, and broken relationships. What makes this Friday good is that somebody won that day and sin with a capital S and the cosmic forces of evil that held the whole world in its deadly grip that destroy God's beautiful, lovely creation were decidedly defeated on this day. It is finished It is finished. You and I often think about sin in the context of our self-improvement culture. And our attention to our own sin can become a kind of self-help notion. But we miss something in this individualistic worldview. We miss the broad systemic role that sin and evil play in our world. It's like being in prison and we make some personal improvements in prison. Maybe we exercise, we start eating right, we read our Bible, and that's great, but you're still in prison and that is not freedom. And so I want to name tonight and press tonight a larger imagination of what Jesus accomplished on the cross, that he defeated cosmic forces of sin, the principalities and powers that construct the prison that have held the whole cosmos in bondage. That is what has been defeated on the cross It is finished. But the paradox of the cross is that it doesn't look like Jesus won. It actually appears painfully obvious that he lost in the most horrific, humiliating and public way. And we get why Paul has to say that the cross is foolishness to those who are looking in. How can this be victory? And if we look outside the window or if we look into our own hearts, sin and evil seem to be doing just fine. Who did you say One. And this is where our faith is tested most severely. This victory is a long time coming. But we are also familiar with lives that bear witness to this victory. Witnesses like Dr. King and the Freedom Marchers. Witnesses like Bishop Oscar Romero and the martyred nuns in El Salvador, witnesses like Bishop Tutu and the women of the Black Sash of South Africa, we have seen the down payment of the cross at work in our worlds. This is the Christian proclamation. The forces and cycles of violence and injustice and retaliation were stopped Decisively in the body of Jesus. The old world of sin and death came to an end in the cross. Death does not have the last word. Sin does not have the last word. Suffering does not have the last word. Injustice does not have. The last word. Violence does not have the last word, and this is why this Friday is called good. Jesus, Jesus, the Son of God, has the last word. It is finished. We are free. Amen.